This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. What are you grateful for? What are you feeling good about today? I'll tell you the biggest thing, the thing I am most excited about, Como Man Show. This goes down tomorrow. It's only uh, 20 bucks at the door. Or you can go to the website, 939theeagle.com, K-W-O-S.com, 15 bucks online. Check out that, uh, check out the VIP option. Like you get to go into your own little gated off area and there's food and drink. It's a really, really, really good time. Been doing it for several years now. And it's going to rain tomorrow, so come join us at this thing, man. Starts 10 o'clock, goes 10 until 3. This is at the Holiday Inn Executive Center. That is going to be in uh, in Columbia. Welcome into the show. Feel good Friday edition of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Stephanie should be back on Monday. Brian Housworth is here. John Marsh is here. There's producer Hannah. You got a good one for We need something to help us feel good on a feel-good Friday. Got anything stirring up yet in What's Hot with Hannah? There's there's options. There's some options. We're looking at uh, <laughs> some of those. Uh, it's good to have options. Yeah, keeping so, my eyes open. Can, can can I be honest here? Yes. So when I thank you, Brian. <laughs> when you say I've got some options, does that mean I don't know yet? Yes. <laughs> I love your honesty, and that's what we do here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. We'll always try to be honest with you. You may not always like what it is that we are honest about, but we always try to be uh, be honest. Do you know what's going on in schools? Like, if your kids are going off to school this morning, your grandkids are going off to school this morning, do you know what's happening inside of our school buildings here in mid-Missouri? And I'm just asking, I mean, do do you think about that? I I wonder what happens. And, of course, there's several stories. I would almost say numerous stories, all centered around schools. Your kids go to school this morning. Uh, if they're in Columbia, bus may or may not come pick them up today because they have <laughs> driver shortages. And by the way, those buses in Columbia, that's not Columbia Public School District. It's the company that they contract out to. Marsh, update on this uh, Jefferson City bus driver from the other day. I guess technically first student in Jefferson City might be light one yeah. driver this day as well. <laughs> uh, what's the latest on this? This is the guy, Robert Hearn. This is the guy we told you about earlier in the week who allegedly, just outside the Jefferson City limits, got into it with the kids, a shouting match, put them off the bus. Kid called the bus company, said, "Eh, okay, get back on the bus. And then he promptly backed over some mailboxes, apparently on purpose, allegedly on purpose, and drove off. And now the bus company is firing him, and he's facing some charges, including endangering the welfare of all the kids. Yeah, and we're getting some, if you look at 93.9 The Eagle Facebook, we're getting some uh, questions people are asking, did they hear me right at 6 o'clock? Marissa Hagler and others are asking, when I mentioned no bond, you did hear me correctly. No bond, 30 misdemeanors, and one one felony, which is property damage. This is highly unusual. I've only seen a no bond. No bond, quite fr- frankly, I've even seen murder suspects. It's I know. It makes you wonder if there's some outstanding warrant or n- something. No, there, nothing I can find. I don't find any criminal record on him, John. The only thing I can think of, and of course it's up to the judge, is there could be something in those court documents that we just don't know about. Other than that, I'm really surprised at the no bond. That That's very, very rare on misdemeanors and a property damage uh, felony. That That's very serious. But nonetheless, I'm very surprised. And then a local high school baseball team. They're with that, well, their regular coach, uh, 
is gone. Apparently, this in Boonville. What's happening there? Yeah, that is a, it's a surprise. I mean, a, a well-known coach, uh, Greg Huff, Megan Dracus, reporting last night from our news partner at KMIZ, uh, Brandon, that a parent, and I watched the TV piece last night, a parent alleged her son, um, which we're not going to use his full name, his name is Jamal, he's a minor, was subject to hazing. It has to do something, according to her, with a social media post he made. I have no idea what was said. Um, apparently, he alleges, because uh, he spoke on camera, that he was hazed. Mr. Huff is still the football coach. There's an interim baseball coach, Fred Smith, but the school is not going to make any more comments. So, again, I agree with you. The the schools, I mean, almost all my newscast has something to do with schools. Some positive, some not so positive. So, and I, I'm not trying to scare parents or grandparents. And by the way, even if you don't have kids in any of our local school districts, this stuff, it's still important. And I said, you know, in, in back in December when you went to the assessor's office in Callaway County or Howard County or Audrain County, did you look at how much of your property tax, your personal property taxes, how much went to schools? So this, this is important. Yes, it is. Meanwhile, Columbia Public School District involved there being sued again. How many times have we mentioned Columbia Public School District in uh, courts? So now there's a lawsuit. This, according to our news partners, ABC 17, a lawsuit from a Columbia family accuses a former security staff member of the school district of concussing their teenage son and chipping his tooth during school. And again, when your kids go to school, do you know what's happening throughout their day? The lawsuit from the family, uh, as he's referred to in court documents, was moved from state to federal courts this week. J.J.'s family is accused uh, the former assistant coordinator of safety and security there of forcing the teen into a school office and then pushing him into the ground. This was September 2021. This kid was 14 years old at the time. He got concussed and chipped his tooth, allegedly, um, according to what ABC 17's story says. Chipped his tooth, got concussed. Now, the state's Child Abuse and Neglect Board reversed the Department of Social Services decision that this uh, the guy who was accused of doing this, they reversed a decision that the guy had committed child abuse based on its investigation shortly after it's happening. But now that case in civil end is going to federal court. Um, and it's just, and sometimes, I, I, seriously, and we don't, I don't do the fear mongering, but I, I wonder, uh, my kids, when I was in Idaho last week skiing, um, so I've got three grandkids and then my son has two half brothers, 13, 11 years old. Now, Idaho is uber conservative, uber conservative, and they live in a rural area by the mountains. Uh, and it's even more conservative than uber conservative. There. Very, in, re- very Republican. In their school district, I just started asking them about, hey, are you guys learning cursive writing? And I guess it's a very common thing. Few schools teach cursive writing anymore. But I was asking, you know, what kind of things are you like and doing? And he was talking about how he likes to write essays that dispute certain held beliefs. Because, listen, whenever you believe something for a long time and you start to learn more and more, it's not true. It's uncomfortable, and people hold on. And I, I understand that. Whether it's religion, whether it's the 2020 election, whatever it is, it's not comfortable to change your I'll speak for me. When I believe something for a long time, it's really hard personally to change my mind. I can, agree. I can uh, attest to that. On what aspect? You're just a little stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Nothing wrong with Does it. it come just off as stubborn? stubborn. I'm just, I, I'm kind of an old fuddy-duddy stuck in my ways. I'm a, very, I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. And one of the greatest lessons I ever learned was uh, Hannah did a homework assignment on me, did an experiment, <laughs> and I didn't know this was going on. She got me into this tech 
thing regarding calendars or some stuff. And My assignment was I had to teach someone how to do something, and it was for my psychology class, and I had to write about it. And I was not aware of it. And this went on for several months, and I had no idea. It was just crazy. Anyhow, one of the... I got an A. She did. Good work. <laughs> Good work. Um, one of the things that my son's half-brothers told me when they were talking about they like to write essays that dispute points. Mm -hmm. Here's the weird thing, though. This blew me away, and I talked to his parents about it. I said, you are aware that this is happening? And they're like, yeah, we're not pleased about it either. Uh, in their school district, which surprises me, their school district, any they, when they have to cite their sources, mm -hmm. they can only use sources with websites that end in .edu or .gov. That's all. So they're trying to dispute points of view of what they're being taught in school. The only resources that they can use have to be websites from .edu or .gov, the ones that are spewing a lot of this crap in the first place. This is a true story. Just blew me away. Well, and that would eliminate 93. I'm just going to use an example. 93.9theeagle.com, stltoday.com, the the news outlets that are generally covering what I would call local stories. That's that's very, that's surprising. Yeah. Uh, by the way, quick traffic note. This in uh, Columbia crash blocking the intersection at 163 South Providence Route K. Emergency crews arriving at the scene. Yeah, that's it. And then a lot of activity that's on East Old yeah. Plank right now. Here's other, and this is the other thing that uh, that, that uh, blows me away. Columbia, Missouri National Education Association, that's a local teachers union. They've agreed to a $650 base salary increase for teachers. By the way, there's a lot of teachers in mid-Missouri. They should be making way more than what they are making now. I, and I believe that wholeheartedly. Not all of them, but a lot of them. But here's the reason, and they wanted the, the salary up to by almost ten grand a year. But here's the reasoning from the CMNEA, from the teachers union. They wanted that increase to $50,000 to account for changes uh, because of the cost of living. Why has the cost of living gone up in the past two years? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because of the same progressive Democrat liberal policies that these teachers unions subscribe to. Ever since Joe's been in office, by the way, job numbers come out 730 this morning. Keeping an eye on that for you after the stock market. All facets yesterday, down. That's bad for retirement plans. Waiting this jobs report coming up 730. I'll get that to you as quickly as we can. Uh, so the teachers, the progressive teachers union, are like, well, we need raises for teachers because cost of living has gone up. Well, why has cost of living gone up? Because you voted for people like Joe Biden. You put this guy. It's circular. This whole circular logic from Democrats, man, blows me away. Uh, also, uh, by the way, a candidate, uh, Jefferson City candidate forum uh, yesterday. There's various school board forums that have been going on. And I just wanted to mention this real quick because I do have one more school story for you here. Uh, there is uh, a forum for Jefferson City uh, Council candidates. Uh, Ward 5 incumbent Alicia Edwards is up against Mark Schwartz. I talked to Mark Schwartz the other day. Very nice guy. Very smart man. And we were talking about how is that running in a nonpartisan, nonpartisan uh, race and he says it's it's kind of interesting he says but it's obvious from our solutions our proposed solutions to the problems it's obvious what the differences are and by the way Columbia Public School District Chuck Basie and John Potter is who you vote for and finally in this uh, in a Connecticut school uh, we hear a lot of these stories more and more over the past 10 to 15 20 years or so uh, a female official in the, or female uh, that worked in the school district worked in the school district in Connecticut. Uh, was messing around inappropriately messaging and doing other things 
with like a 14-year-old a kid. She was the lunch lady. It wasn't even a teacher. She's uh, in big trouble. And it reminded me, John, you ever heard, so Adam Sandler, he's got the Hanukkah song, he's got the turkey song. Have you ever heard his Lunch Lady Land song? Oh, yeah. A great song. but it's a classic. I, oh, my gosh. It's, Where it's, the sloppy Joe saves the day. <laughs> yeah. But I'm reminded of this line from his song regarding this Connecticut lunch lady who's been fired, charged with second-degree sexual assault for enticing a minor by computer and the risk of injury to my, a minor. I'm reminded of the line from the song. No student can escape the magic of lunch lady land. <laughs> Welcome to a feel-good Friday of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Slap, slap, slappy Joe. Oh, my God. What a great song. Um, oh, boy. What's, uh, what's hot with Hannah today? Not sure I can top that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, yesterday was National Get Over It Day, and we got some good responses on the Wake Up Facebook page. I love it. It's coming up at 725 this year on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950K. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brent. Brandon Rathard. 7.26. Time for our What's Hot with Hannah. Yesterday, there was a national holiday that I'd not heard of before. And I saw it on Twitter and could not corroborate this on the internet. So do with that information what you will. Um, but it was supposedly National Get Over It Day. <laughs> which I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. So I posted on the Wake Up Facebook page, what's something you think more people just need to get over? And by and large, the number one answer was that people need to get over themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an easy catch-all, is. isn't it? Yeah. Um, Guilty as charged. <laughs> um, there was a couple different variations of folks saying that we need to get over the fact that, you know, people have different opinions from ourselves. You're laughing about something. Oh, I'm laughing at a text from Kim. We played the uh, uh, Adam uh, Sandler Lunch Lady Land song where he's talking about Sloppy Joe's. It's because of that Connecticut uh, lunch lady school teacher messing around with one of her students. Uh, Kim says, thank you. Now I'm going to have to make uh, Sloppy Joe's for dinner tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Kim, for the laugh. Maylee says that she wishes people would get over the simple server mistakes. Like maybe jalapenos on your sandwich when you didn't want them. I flip and my And you lid. get upset. Yeah, maybe you should just get over that. I threw an it's a human mistake. I threw an internal temper tantrum <laughs> when they messed up my sandwich order in Idaho. <laughs> that I your did. grandson called you out on. My my grandson, Ryder, who's nine, and I said he said, Well go order another sandwich. Nope. Nope. Well here, have a bite of mine. Nope. Uh grandkids, here have some grand Nope. You could have just picked them off. And then my nine year old said, Well, don't complain if you get hungry later. <laughs> Later that evening, I was hungry, man. But the words of my nine-year-old grandson came back to haunt me. And I didn't eat by George. And he said, get over yourself. Get over pretty it, Pretty much. Pretty much. We had a couple folks, and I hesitate to say this. Oh, gosh. Because I, I know it's going to make some of our family members upset. Um, there were like three or four answers that, you know, Republicans need to get over the 2020 election. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even... Uh, so and this is a bad this is bad timing because we've been <laughs> we've been highlighting some of the the text and what's in some of the depositions as Fox News is being sued for over a billion dollars by Dominion and so we've been reading the text and what have been said um, in in depositions and basically the bottom line is a lot of these Fox hosts um, they they were not believing 
any of the claims. Uh, Trump, uh, one of his former attorneys, uh, she's uh, she's admitted. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Escaped communism, okay? The only reason I know that is because she told me every morning. So I don't know how you woke up in the morning, but for me, it's good morning, Marcelo. Have a great day, but just remember, I free you. <laughs> In my house, you can't have a bad day. When your mom escaped communism, you can't have a bad day. You get home from school, you're like, Mom, I had a bad day at school. She's like, what happened? What happened that was so bad? Did somebody steal your freedom today? I don't understand. Uh, the comedy of Marcelo Hernandez, and even though Stephanie Bell is not with us today, got to thank her for still helping out the show. She's sending along that uh, comedy segment this morning. I am Brandon Rathard. There's producer Hannah. What are you feeling good about? What are you, is there something you're grateful for today as we get ready for the Como Man Show? This is tomorrow, 10 to 3, Holiday and Executive Center. Get on to 939theeagle.com or kwos.com. It's 15 bucks if you get them on our website, 20 bucks at the door tomorrow. Well, you kind of stole my thunder there. Oh, sorry. That- I- <laughs> I was going to say I'm looking forward to the man show tomorrow. Um, I always really enjoy getting to meet Wake Up family members. And we've got some merch that we're going to be handing out. What? what I, what's so I enjoy funny? meeting uh, people at the man show, too. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I just hope that you wait to do what you call your schmoozing until after your shift is over at our booth? Well, it's, cli- it's, it's relationships with uh, clients, relationships mm-hmm. with the community, getting yeah. out and meeting the people. John, what are you... It, it never fails. We'll all be working the booth at the man show. I'll and- be, I'm grateful for being allowed to carry Brandon's coat while he works the crowd <laughs> at the man show. You're his bouncer. That's it. It's no, it, it never fails. Brandon says, I'll be back in just a couple minutes. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding. An hour later, he comes sauntering back with somebody that he met. Uh, what are we going to do at the uh, at the Wake Up Mid-Missouri booth tomorrow? So we're paired up with our sister station, KTGR. Mm. And I believe Cousin Andy is bringing his little putting green again oh, really? that we had last year. Um, we're going to have a chance to win some Cardinals tickets. Awesome. Yes. And we'll have, like I said, some stage, some station and show merch. And, of course, John Marsh will be there. That's really... That's it. That's the highlight right there. There it is. That's what I'm looking forward to. What time are you there at the Man Show tomorrow, John? I'm doing the duty with uh, Dr. Tobler and Brian Houseworth, so we'll be there noonish. Uh, by the way, to- did anybody hear the Tobler show yesterday? Yes. He's here four to six. He was on fire. Yeah, so him and uh, one of the things that I did here... Um, so uh, the star of the uh, Gary Nolan show is Brian Hansen. He's been out for a couple of days. Stephanie Bell's been out for a couple of days. But, of course, Brian Hansen's also on the Tobler Show in the afternoons. He wasn't there. So there's a guy, Chris Mitchell, and apparently Mitchell and Tobes got into it uh, to trans or not to trans. I came in this morning to look at our texter. Man. Yeah. Thing. But I guess they had a... It lit up. It, yeah, it lit up. I uh, So I heard a portion of it, but apparently they... They had a, a good spirited conversation, but they weren't yelling and stuff like that. Or I think it was a little spirited at first, and mm. then they came back to it after they had time to settle down, which is always a good thing. Mm. Um, I know I heard Chris say that he has friends who are transgender, mm-hmm. and so that probably 
you know, swayed his reaction. There's, uh, there's, whenever I uh, get parts for my car, there's a, a transgender uh, person that works at one of the automotive stores. This is on Grindstone in Columbia, and I just don't think anything of it. And that's a misperception, by the way, that the left puts out there. Oh, they hate all transgenders. No, no. I don't, I think that is simply not true. Uh, I think you'll find most independents, conservatives, you do whatever you want, but you're not going to force me to call you something that you're not. Well, and I think Randy's argument, Randy was specifically talking about, you know, medical procedures for children. Yeah. And I think they kind of came to some sort of mutual agreement. I'll have to go back and listen to the full Uh, thing. uh, But it was really good. So round two today on The Tobler Show, four to six. Uh, and I want to get to something that happened on the Gary Nolan Show yesterday. This was awesome. Beautiful conversation yesterday on the Gary Nolan Show. Quick text uh, from Evan. Feeling good about tomorrow. I'm putting a clutch in my 83 charge and should be able to finally drive it again after months. Got a friend coming over. Going to be great. Sounds like a great day, Evan. Thank you, man. We appreciate uh, uh, that. Real quick, Brandon. What are you feeling good about today? Hmm. Oh, oh. Uh, so there is a guy. So we talk about, um, I've been sober. Today is my 928th day without a drink. And nice, we, nice. We, we talk. Thank you. Uh, and I don't care about the amount of time. I just care that I'm not drinking today. But we always say on the show, and I'm serious, man. Uh, Hannah's taken these phone calls before. If you or somebody you know has an issue with drinking, it causes them problems and they cannot stop. Please, seriously, feel free to call the radio station. You can text. We won't use your name on air, anything like that. Uh, I will give you my cell phone number, and I'll show you at least what I did. So anyhow, uh, there's a friend of mine. His name is Troy, and he recently just, uh, he had one year, 365th day of sobriety, and he was invited to speak at an organization, and he shared his story, and the guy hit it out of the park, man. He talked about uh, a little bit about, here's the bad crap that happened, but he spent most of his time talking about, but man, this is what life is like today, and here's what I did to get here, and I'm, I'm just grateful to be able to try to affect change in people's lives uh, because uh, alcoholism and drug addiction, God, it's an ugly, ugly, ugly thing. Yesterday on the Gary Nolan Show, Jim Babke, Gary does Think Tank Thursdays. Kevin Jackson, Gary Babke, I love when he does this. Very uh, deep. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. It really is. He does it every Thursday. Dave Rowland, uh, love Dave Rowland. One of the guys he chats with is Jim Babke, and he, he's part of some kind of think tank on his own. I think he's a former syndicated talk show host, and I don't know what guy them there, but they got to talking about news outlets, and it may have been 2020 election stuff. It may have been Tucker Carlson the other night. I don't know what it was, but they got onto this discussion about where do you go into the news for straight up, flat out news. And Jim Babka, what this guy said, I just thought was incredible. He nailed it. He made me think. And what I really appreciated about it, because it's one of the things that we try to do here on the show. This is Babka on the Nolan show yesterday. They tend to be very much more about what's going to rouse the base and get people to vote and not so much about what's actually happening. There's no real analysis of the situations here. All of these channels are actually a toxic cancer, a blight on our entire system that is designed to generate and create conflict between neighbors. Uh, they're, they're, none of them are any good. I, we, you know, let's bring in CNN here. The, none of them are any good. Uh, bring in uh, some of these other ones, these new upstarts that are trying to come along and be the replacement to Fox News. None of them are any good because they're all about generating conflict. They're all about tribalism. They're not really about telling you what's actually happening. And there's more here uh, because then I think the next thing he says is even more important. 
Uh, and yeah, there's a, it's, it's, it's just who said, who said what? And, and oh, did you hear? And hey, uh, but you know what? People watch, for example, Tucker Carlson, uh, regularly gets about 3 million viewers per night. Got even a little bit more on Monday in anticipation of the video from January 6th he's going to be airing. Did you hear what happened to his ratings on Tuesday night? After all that, they uh, they went over 4 million viewers on Tuesday night. So, two different issues. People watch, they get advertising, that's what happens. But then you talk about the actual news. Who's being affected and what's being impacted? Most of the time, they're not even talking about you. They're talking. They're talking in a hardball sense. They're talking in a, in a sense of like, okay, how, how's what's the effect on Biden and the Democrats going to be? What's the effect on Trump and the Republicans going to be? What about what the effect is on you and your community? What about the effect about people you know and love around you? That is, in my opinion, that's amazing because that's one of the things we try to do here. For example, let's say we're talking about a local school district that has a lot of issues. We try to say, this is why you should care. Your taxpayers pay for it. Your kids go to that school. Job numbers, by the way, just came out. U.S. job growth surges again in February is the headline from Fox Business. U.S. job growth surges again in February as the economy adds 311,000 new positions. Now, here's why this matters. Yesterday, Three major indexes on the, on the uh, the stock market, uh, all three of them uh, down, and some of them rather significant, uh, down in a significant fashion. Why? Because bankers were fearing this jobs report that comes out today. That's why that stuff matters. And again, your retirement and the economy as a whole and the mood of the nation, those things matter. And, what, and we may not, you know what, we may not always hit the mark when we're talking in a news sense. Now, this is separate of playing Adam Sandler's Lunch Ladyland song, <laughs> but... We, we try our best to say, this is why it matters. This is why it cares. For another example, in our Missouri legislature, uh, lawmakers working very hard to make sure that young women in high school sports and little girls in middle school sports try to make sure that sports stays fair for them. That stuff matters. And it matters. Rather appreciated Jim Babka's visit on the Gary Nolan show. Jim uh, Gary Nolan is here today at uh, at nine o'clock. Coming up, just a few minutes from there. There's still a lot of things we could um, we could get to. Uh, so, by the way, eight twenty five. We're going to have more on the job numbers. We're going to be doing that in the morning bell, uh, and uh, so we'll try to once we get a chance to pull through some of these numbers. Ron DeSantis has a new book coming out. Uh, it's doing pretty well. Couple of stories coming up. We we hope that that will probably just bring a little laugh. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Norfolk Southern will clean the site safely, thoroughly, and with urgency. You have my personal commitment. Alan Shaw, CEO of Norfolk Southern in Washington, D.C., yesterday testifying about what happened there in East Palestine. Did you hear what happened? Like, like I don't know how long it was before, but it almost like right as they're getting ready to testify. Did you hear what happened, Marsh? <laughs> there was another train derailment, this one in yeah. Alabama. Oh, gosh. I'm thinking of that Elena's Morissette song. Isn't that ironic? There was another train that derailed, I think, in West Virginia, and this one spilled uh, Jagged little pill might be more appropriate. (laughs) And by the way, we talk about this stuff, and you know this stuff. You give back to the community. You're involved with hazmat teams, diesel and water and stuff. I'm guessing that ain't real good on the fish, is it? No, it doesn't tend to do them any good at all. Yeah, and then we look at some of these chemicals that spilled into waterways and that train derailment in East Palestine. That was some nasty stuff that they burned off there, too. 
Yeah, still folks. Boy, if you, you know, watch, gosh, Fox just the other night with people, people saying we're still not drinking the water and all and somebody needs to step up. Yeah, it's um, and, and it's disturbing. And that's why, uh, by the way, when people like Pete Buttigieg don't go and then do go after the former president goes to help out in East Palestine, uh, when uh, when they go, uh, it's like, you know, do something. Show us that, that, that you're concerned about us. And uh, and we saw how that unfolded. Welcome to the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. You getting your list together for winners and losers of the week? We could certainly use your... We, we have a big list this morning. Um, first and foremost, well, I'll save it for 810. Mizzou <laughs> basketball. Wow. I uh, love what they are doing. Uh, but winners and losers of the uh, of the week, and especially the more localer, the more betterer. If you got somebody that you would like to nominate for a winner of the week, it could be somebody in the news. It could be a friend. It could be somebody involved in charity work. It could be whatever. But if you know somebody that we should pick as a winner of the week at 835, please get those texts into us. Uh, we love when you do that. 874-9390 and then losers of the week. But we've got a wide and varied list this morning. That's coming up at uh, 835. couple of interesting. So, so it's Feel Good Friday. We do this. We try to highlight some more of the cool things happening in the news or just not things that are necessarily news, but I think things that speak more to the reality of human nature. Um, for example, you know, for, uh, you know, the George Floyd stuff, uh, uh, and talk to somebody who comes here from out of country. It's amazing. You know, they talk about the differences and how much fast food we eat or what we think is important and all these things. The other thing that shocks them is like if they're seeing if they get access and they're seeing, you know, Fox and CNN and MSNBC and USA Today and they read those publications and then they actually come to America. This is one of the things I get a lot when I when I chat with folks that are not from this country. They're like, I, I thought white and black people don't get along. I'm like, well, why do you think that? Well, like on CNN, they show it. And they come here and they experience the reality. So that's why I appreciate stories like this that doesn't make it a news story, but somebody posts on social media and then somebody like Hannah happens to get a hold of it. Uh, There's a, a grocery store. This is in uh, uh, New Iberia, Louisiana. Dude's at a checkout line. Uh, and he deposited, he went and deposited his check into the bank. He figured, hey, it's a couple hours later. It will have landed. It will have cleared. It goes through the grocery store and he buys, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars worth of groceries. And his debit card gets denied. And the clerk, you know, oh, sorry. And the dude behind him says, hey, man, I got you back. Don't worry about it. And, and this guy whose debit card just got declined says, did you see how much it was for? And the guy said, yeah, I saw it was for a couple of hundred dollars. He said, don't worry about it. I got your back, man. And now they've become friends. That's cool. I know, and I love that stuff. And by the way, and, and it, one of the dudes was black, one of them was white. Shouldn't matter, but it does matter because it stuff like that I think we should highlight more. But it's stories like that that may not be a news story, but just that, that friendship that develops because somebody wanted to help somebody out. And I love that stuff, John. What's a famous product from New Iberia, Louisiana, do you know? I do not. Tabasco. <gasps> That's where I recognized it from. I thought it sounded familiar, and I'm thinking... Oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought New Iberia, I'm like, is there a town in Missouri that's called Iberia? Yeah, there is. And that's, okay, maybe that's why it sounded... Uh, this is, that would be old Iberia, I guess. <laughs> 
so I just, and I just like stuff um, like that. Also, Emily Spain on uh, KOMU Channel Eight. Emily Spain, she does uh, something. And I don't know if she does it weekly or what, but she does a good job. Uh, I think she does a good job. And I'll even send her, uh, I'll email her and say, Em, that was really cool. But she does something called MVP where she highlights folks around her. And the one she did last night is Granny's House Founder. Now, this was something in Columbia that served kids that were living in the city's public housing, didn't have places to go to after school and stuff like that. She just dedicated herself to helping these kids. Uh, she passed away in the fall, but she did a story about how her legacy lives on. Uh, Pam had a real special place in her heart for kids who were grew up in the projects because she grew up in the projects in Kansas City. And this place exists to to give these kids a safe place to come when they get off the bus. Sometimes there's no parents home. Now it's a Donica Coleman chatting with KOMU talking about Pam Ingram, who uh, folks that uh, helped and volunteered where she was at Granny's house in Columbia.